listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now your hosts, Scott and Miles. Your table is ready. We've long and This is the capital. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. the sci-fi diner podcast this is episode 162b and i'm one of your hosts scott Hertzog. and hello i'm miles p mclaughlin and tonight we're bringing you a special interview with larry nemacek who's been on the show before and the guys over at geek nation tours uh if you don't if you've never heard of geek nation tours they really do something that's kind of iconic here mm-hmm. like they create tours around the conventions many times oh yeah so uh, the one that we primarily interviewed them about was, of course, the one about Star Trek Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what's really cool about this, Miles, did you did you ever check out their tour for Star Trek Las Vegas? No, but I've heard about it. Yeah, I mean, so here here's the deal: you would you would go to Star Trek Las Vegas, and and you get all sorts of loot. First of all, if you do this, you get the tour narrated by Larry Yemichek, Doctor Star Trek himself, right? How cool is that? So that's very cool. Um, you get a certain discount off of Creation Entertainment's goods if you buy stuff from Creation Entertainment. Uh, you get a Star Trek towel. You get posters from Bye Bye Robot. Nice. Um, you get Space Cadet uh, board game that you can play. So there's just a lot of good stuff. They take you, the tour. Let me just give you some of the highlights. We'll talk about them in the interview too. But this tour starts out at Ciroc Lofton's restaurant. Okay. So, which of course he played Jake Sisko. Right, right, right. And we are what the twentieth anniversary, right? right? Yeah, twentieth mm-hmm. anniversary starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you visit the observatories. You get to visit them, and you aren't just like, "Hey, there it is." You get to go inside them and visit these different scenes and spots. And it's always a very good time. So this is, I believe, the third year of running it, and each year it gets better. And it's a it's wonderful time. That'd be that'd be fun to do. It would be. Um, and of course, there's always a price attached, but they do include your hotel if you're actually staying in Star Trek Las Vegas. Your hotel's included. The only thing it doesn't include is the actual tickets to the event. Mm-hmm. And the reason you don't, don't do that is because there's so many levels of tickets. Mm-hmm. So, but if you would like uh, to explore California, um, a little bit out of in the area surrounding Las Vegas, it's a good way to see that area as well. Mm-hmm. Because they they don't just hit Star Trek sites; they hit a lot of other sites as well. So. I don't know, Miles. You gonna sign up? Uh, sounds uh, like something I wish I could do. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, money's always an object, right? But, but there is, uh, for those of you that maybe it's not quite as much of a hindrance, this is a great tour, and you gotta check out what they can talk about regarding this. Larry also talks about some other things that he's involved with, and um, yeah, 
So without further ado, here's our interview with Larry Novacek and Geek Nation Tours. Hi, welcome back to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. With me tonight, I have two phenomenal guests that are doing that are presenting something collaboratively uh, for sci-fi fans tonight. And so with me is Terrace Cassidy from Geek Nation Tours. And uh, welcome, Terrace. Hello, hello. And, and he's here with his sidekick, Larry, um, from Trekland, the Trekland blog, and from Conorath. And he has CDs out. We're going to talk about all that beautiful stuff in, uh, in a little bit. But welcome back, Larry Nemechak. Hey, it's, and just because I ride in his little sidecar does not make me his sidekick. Right, right. <laughs> well, we, we like calling him Batman and Robin, but you know. <laughs> He's got – I've been trying to get him to get the cape on, but he, he just refuses with the R chest logo. I think I think the tights are what puts him off, though. It's a tights. But. Yeah. I guess because the like capes are kind of cool. On, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, Larry, we, we it, it's great to have you back on the show. You've been on the show, I don't know, three or four times by now. and uh, But this is the first time, uh, Terrace, that we're having you on. And so I'd like to start out by maybe just getting a little bit of background about, Terrace, who you are and why uh, and how did Geek Nation Tours come about? And then we'll kind of uh, obviously get into a little bit about the reason we're really here tonight. Sure, that's uh, it's more than fine. Geek Nation Tours is uh, a holiday company that creates tours for geeks by geeks. So I'm a full-fledged geek and uh, love to go to geeky destinations and events and uh, decided to create a, a company that brings people of like mind together and, and uh, bring them to a cool places uh, throughout the world, actually. We've got clients uh, worldwide. People come from all around to go to various destinations that we go to, everything from historical uh, tours to, uh, we're going to Gettysburg, for instance, to gaming conventions like Gen Con or Adepticon, if you're a tabletop gamer, and to uh, uh, Comic-Cons, like uh, New York Comic-Con and such. So that's what, basically, in a nutshell, of what we do. Okay, so you really cater to the geek culture, which is, and that's all all forms of it. Then that's right. Uh, any genre, you'll probably find a tour for us. We've even got a, a tour to Brick Brick World, which is a Lego uh, tour. So okay, so we go we go all out with for the geekdom. Yeah. Well, now how does how does a uh, Civil War fit into the geekdom? Well, I, I've got a oh. lot of historic historical uh, fans that love uh, history and that that comes basically out of tabletop gaming a lot of uh, military tabletop gamers uh, love hist history and ask me to put on some uh, some historical ones too so we're going to we're going to do uh, a battlefields of the civil war in 2013 but we're going to go all around the world eventually we're doing 2014 i believe we're going to do a samurai one Ooh. and uh yeah a samurai one in japan and then after that uh, 2015 is the anniversary of waterloo so we'll do that and then 2016 oh is little bighorn so we're really trying to to push a one historical tour a year so and oh, and to good. various places throughout the world so. terrace yeah. do you ever like uh, yes. reenactors come on the tour yeah Exactly. Like it's, it's got it's it's amazing as much abuse as sci-fi and Trek, you know, fans have taken as the geek. I didn't I wasn't aware of how like like until a, two or three years ago 
and like late night comedians and all that. But like Civil War and Revolutionary War reenactors get get laughed at all the time. Apparently, it's like a whole little culty thing that that puts my fans to shame as far as taking abuse from <laughs> mainstream yeah. comedians. So I mean, it's like it, it totally felt right to me when he said he was doing military. Tour. <laughs> exactly, our, our tours really have have a lot to do with. And I say with, all that uh, with love. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's the same everywhere. You know, I mean, you, you've got a lot of cosplay people that come on the tours that love to go to Comic Cons and that kind of thing. Uh, read actors that love to go to the hist- historical thing, and of course, Trekkies that love to go to the, uh, Trek places. And, and of course, that's what we're going to really talk about tonight, anyway. But but uh, really, everybody puts a lot of love into their costumes, and 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 everyone loves to. See him so so mm-hmm. it, it that that definitely plays a definite role in, in, in our our geekiness in the historical area so so terrence how did you hook up with larry i mean how did you got well and larry you can answer this how did you guys end up connecting so i don't care terrence why don't you why, why don't you go and then larry you can chime in yeah. no no, no let, I, this let, let's let larry do it okay <laughs> no i'm sorry i'm still eating my sandwich <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it, it, it was Terrace's – Mr. Scott did the actual engineering. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Terrace actually performed the actual engineering, but uh, he came up to me at Vegas at the Con in 2011 and said, uh, I've, I do these geek tours for fans and for all, of all different stripes. And I'd like to do a Trek film site tour in L.A. and outwardly if we can. And I know you – I've heard you're an expert on this, and I had been doing research. I guess the word got out a little bit. And uh, so we got together, got this basic concept and, and what we wanted to do, and it you know, developed from there. We had a few ideas, and we honed them later on. And But Terrace, I think it – did you tell me that I find out later on that it was Mary, Televix and Mary, that put us together or put you on me? Yeah, by all means. Uh, thank you very much if she's listening. But yeah, that's exactly who yeah. did uh, me to your, your way. Right, right, right. From DVD Geeks, yeah, she's she's absolutely awesome. We 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 used to have her on the show a bit more than we have, but she's been busy. So, yes, good for her. Yeah, absolutely. She needs she needs to be busy. So so you guys hooked up here. And how many how many geek how many uh, Trek tours have you done? So this is my this is actually this 2013 will be my third. Okay. Uh, the first one was just very much a Vegas based one. So we just went to Vegas. We just hung out in Vegas and and did some tours, external tours uh, around the Vegas area. Okay. And uh, that's the one that uh, I met Larry at, and that's when we decided to make it kind of a bigger deal. And uh, we had our pilot uh, tour for this uh, uh, Hollywood to Vegas uh, film site uh, locations. Uh, last year, and uh, this year is our, our uh, basically our second kick of the can, and, and we've really, really honed it, made it uh, a little bit more flexible, and, and uh, also added a few more cool sites, and we're very, very excited about it, actually. Right. Yeah, last year was kind of the shakedown cruise, although everybody, everybody that went had a great time, and we, but we had said, you guys are kind of the guinea pigs. We've planned, got a lot of great things we've lined up, but we'll still be tweaking things, and everybody was cool with that, and it was a cool tool, and everybody had a blast. But we said, okay, next year, why don't we do this instead of this and da, 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 instead of that? And um, so that, those are some of the new things uh, um, that are going on. So, And last year, we got out a little late of the gate uh, about publicizing it and announcing it. So we were able to you know, get started here uh, you know, two or three months earlier than that and uh, really ramp it up. Because we're talking about the Vegas convention in August every year. So yeah. second yeah. weekend of August now. Yeah, and this is uh, – and really – 
you're advertising and pushing this at an opportune time in January. There's a lot of good deals in airlines for people to fly out. And this is this seems to be the time when people are planning their vacations. And if they're kind of thinking about, uh, if they're, you know, Vegas Con or, you know, Star Trek Las Vegas, if they're, if they're thinking about that, this is the perfect way to kind of get into it, get into that, in my opinion. You know, you kind of, you know, have this tour with like-minded people. You get to kind of start your convention a little bit early, in my opinion. Well, I think that that's really what the, my tours really shine at. I mean, the, there's a lot of fringe benefits, but the, the biggest one is I get to see people have instant, you know, instant communication. They have exactly the same vocabulary in all my tours, especially so in Star Trek. You know, everybody talks Trek right away as soon as they get off the plane, and everybody knows exactly what they're talking about, and they're laughing at the same sub-jokes and the culture jokes, and, and it's just a great time, and, and and you have instant friendships and instant conversations, and I think that that's really a really big, important part of what we do. And, uh, yeah, you're, and what's great about it, and we've mentioned this before, is that you know, you go to Vegas, and if you've never been there before, or if you're found by yourself or whatever, you might you might be a little daunted. But we do our tour prior to Vegas, and we we arrive in Vegas, and everybody knows each other. So you've got somebody to hang out with. You got to everybody's got to do their own thing when they get to Vegas, of course, because there's lots of you know panels and that kind of thing that you might want to go on. But ultimately, you have somebody to hang out with at night and, and or during the day if you're just hanging out there too. So. We really, really uh, stress about that about our tours, right? Yeah. So, so it's it's it's, a, it's it's really. I mean, the more I thought, I mean, in my mind, Terrace came and said, "I'd like to do a tour of Trek film sites," and we started with that. And you know, will it be a standalone or whatever? And then when he came back and said, "Why don't we start out and get people used to the idea of why don't we attach it to the Vegas Con?" Because it was we were wide open at first. And let's come to what happens is we go to L.A. People come to L.A. and we start off with the Hollywood area with the Paramount lot with some of the sites around town and then we kind of we do like in town Hollywood and then get out you know further out and then we get out to the country and the area in between LA and Vegas and we wind up in Vegas so it's it's kind of a scope and we have the famous like Vasquez Rocks of course the studio and Grauman's Chinese the the Hollywood Walk of Fame kind of things and then we have a lot of uh, more obscure places Right. And and my take on it was is like yeah if you you know if you've never been to LA before this is a great way to come because not only do you get the trek in a lot of the places we go where trek was and nowhere we go is not a trek site from one of the series or movies and uh, it's also it doubles up to where you're getting out to the studios or you're getting to um, you know the Santa Monica Boardwalk and Pier or you know several things like that. So you're getting your Trek fill, and and you can also say I've been to LA and show them to your mundane friends and your pictures and whatever, and you've done that. But right. it's also cool. It hit me later on that if you if you've never gone or you're a little intimidated, like like Tara said, if you're intimidated to go to Vegas or to LA by yourself, well you're in a group, or if you think well I can go to Vasquez Rocks myself, well but you're with a you're with a group, and we have a, a surprise there that we pull with Bobby Clark. Who was? If you've gone to, if you've seen him at a con, you you know he's a great great guy. But he was the stunt man in orn suit when they filmed Arena. Okay. At that talks, and he, this last year he walked us through the two day shoot. So it's like yes, you could go. Or. Right. Oh, Larry just broke up there. Yeah. Yeah. Added but touches. Yeah. When you hit con. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 uh, Bobby Clark's going to be at Vasquez Rocks with us last year. He went through the whole thing. It was great. 
awesome time. He, he explained what happened and how awful it was to be in the corn suit at 117 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. And 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 yeah, it was so fun, you know. And 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 what you get is you get a you get to have these experiences that sure you can do them by himself, but but you also get this experience that I mean, how many times is Bobby Clark going to be out there with you talk, talking about it? You know, and and we're of course it's uh, Deep Space Nine's anniversary, right? So we we go straight into it. We go we're gonna go to uh, Sir Rock Lofton's uh, restaurant the first night, and of course that's Jake Cisco. So we're gonna go to his uh, restaurant, his wife's uh, uh, restaurant uh, first night. We're gonna hopefully we're gonna meet him. I just talked to him the couple minutes ago, actually, just before I got on the phone with you guys. Oh, very cool. And uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna. He's gonna get, send me a menu, or that's what, and we go straight into it. You know, we don't we don't mess about. We're we're right in the middle of uh, Deep Space Nine celebrations as soon as you get here, and we, then our, that's our welcome dinner, and then after that we go to the Griffiths Observatory. So that's a lot of a lot of fun there too. And and like Larry said, it's a it's a it's not only a trek site, but it's a tourist site. This, right. You can have a great view of LA, you can have a great view of the Hollywood uh, sign, and uh, and what's what what episodes are, are filmed there, Larry? I forget now. That's uh, Future's End, right? And and right, uh, Tara said we we went to last year. We had a, we just had a, a generic, very nice welcome dinner, and this year we said, well, why not go down to Ciroc's restaurant? And it's not just his name on the door; he's hands on, and. Right. Um, and and then head up to Griffith Observatory, which is great because not only is it we said when I said tourist spot, I don't mean like oh god, here's all the rip off kids with the boost. I mean the observatory, the LA the Griffith Observatory is a real landmark. It's a, it's a monument. It's an Art Deco. It's free to the public unless you buy a ticket to a planetarium show. But you can go out, you get a great view of LA day or night. It really is an iconic thing, and it does have a trek tie actually in two ways. One. They filmed Voyager's uh, 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 future tense there when uh, Tuvok and, uh, and Paris had the shootout with Rain Robinson when Sarah Silverman was the guest star. And they had the shootout with the bad guys out in front of the museum. She had a phaser shootout in 1996 L.A., which is the whole premise of the episode. And then also when they had the huge remodel and they added a subterranean second floor to the observatory, Leonard Nimoy uh, and his wife... Um, donated a million dollars, and they named one of the theaters in the new edition after Leonard, and he narrates a little film that's in there, which is very cool. So it's kind of got a double a double tie there. And a lot of other movies were filmed up there, too. But, but it's great to go, because we can go up there in the late afternoon, stay through evening, and it's beautiful, and that's about as iconically elegant. And it's not what a lot of people think of until you're there. People are thinking they're going to Hollywood or whatever, and, which is cool, and we do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, it's you know, we hit, like you said, we hit the ground running. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you know, you mentioned going to that restaurant and, you know, I, Larry, Larry's been, uh, uh, Terrence, one, one of the things Larry's been following as we kind of chat over time is I'm a really re- relatively newcomer to Trek. Um, like, I did not grow up watching Star Trek and um, went through all the movies. and I love you, Scott. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> then, went, then went, to, uh, went through Next Generation, went through Voyager, and I am now in season five of Deep Space Nine. So totally digging what you're, what you're telling me here as far as the places you're going and these places which two years ago maybe wouldn't have been familiar are now uh, fairly familiar to me or at least somewhat yeah. recognizable. So. Right. That's, That's interesting you say that, Scott, because I think you're part of a big 
I mean, Ira Bear always said this. He always said we're the unappreciated stepchild. And he was talking about DS9, the series, because they were the second show, and Next Gen got all the attention. And then about the time it should have shifted to DS9, it jumped to Voyager because Voyager was a network show. Right. You know, now they were just syndication, which is what, you know. And it's like they're always kind of the stepchild in the middle. And he said someday people will catch up with this. And since Netflix and the DVDs have been out, there's been tons of people that have done exactly what you said. I see people at cons all the time, and, and, and they talk, and it's like people are just now catching up with this now and going, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, they have to remember that it came before when Ron went off and did, Ron Moore went off and did Battle, the new revamp, Battlestar Galactica. They have to rem- remember that they worked. They did DS9 before Galactica because some of the same themes are in there. And, and only Galactica was post 9/11, and a lot of the themes of DS9 were you know in the 90s, and they were a little ahead of their time and being serialized and all that. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so in, in, it, what it sounds like when I'm hearing you guys talk is this isn't just hey here's the site it took place, but you're able to actually go into these places like the observatory, the restaurant, and then in other places. It's not just like you're going in, no, here's no. a site. We just, we just hire a bus, and we zoom around town, and I point out the window and say, okay, that's that. And we zoom <laughs> to the next one, and I point out the window, and I say, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I think that that's what what is great about it, is that I really pride myself like on the kind of having a hands-on approach. And we get out, and we take tons of pictures, and everybody's... You know, they're welcome to dress up in their in their Star Trek getups if they like, or, and if not, that's cool too. And but I mean, we go we go to we go to a lot of cool places, and 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 bang, you're you're there. You, it's funny because uh, Larry really is great at lay, laying out the scene. You know, talking about what we're going to go see and everything like that. And we have a video camera going. I mean, a video video machine going, so we we get to see videos of of. Uh, particular places like uh, JJ's uh, Academy versus the Tilman Water Academy for the rest of uh, uh, the Starfleet Academy yeah. for the rest of the shows. And then we bang you in the scene. And I think that that's really special. We get to, to be, you get to take your photo as if you're there and, and you really get kind of this kind of eerie feel, but oh my God, uh, I'm right in it, you know? Right. And, right. and I think it's very special. So you, so you actually show like the episode do you show clips of the episodes as you're talking about these places is that kind of mm-hmm. what you're talking about that's awesome yeah <laughs> sure, we're talking about video but we actually do have a dvd blu-ray player so uh, we've yeah. actually upgraded yeah <laughs> that's right i guess <laughs> but no, like we, uh, yeah like it was yeah but we uh now last year we actually had a little wrench because they were doing construction and we couldn't get there but this year we totally plan on being at the I said the Tillman Water Plant, which is actually what they use for Starfleet Academy and headquarters, altered from like next generation on the modern series, and mm-hmm. uh, had that really unique architecture. They throw a matte painting of a building behind it of a, of a skyscraper, but the bottom and the garden and the grounds, that, you know, Boothby's Gardens and all that, are out in front. And uh, and then J.J. Abrams used a different building, um, a library at Cal State Northridge, and we went there last year. So we'll have both. We'll have both Starfleet Academy. And, and Tara, she didn't mention this yet. Last year, we uh, if people want to bring uniforms, we do it. Now, Tara said we go to a lot of cool places, and we do. But you do have to remember that's a relative term because we are in August. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, it could be hot, but, you know, everybody everybody does fine. But um, we did go to – we try to go to some, some truly cool places, like the lake where they filmed for Miramani's Planet um, on the original series in this side of Paradise. Not this side of Paradise. Paradise Syndrome. 
and uh, which people can't believe we're in the middle of L.A. and we're at this beautiful wooded pine lake and up in the Santa Monica Mountains and 10 minutes either side, you're down in the crazy traffic. Hmm. So, um, you know, that's a taste right there. Yeah. Well, um, it's more, it's, it's also, as I'm looking at the website right now, there's a lot more that you offer than just visiting the sites. I mean, obviously you end up at Vegas con, which is a huge celebration just in itself of everything Star Trek. But as a, but if, but if people come on this tour, you have, there's, they get certain perks for actually being on the tour. Do you want to, either one of you want to talk about some of the perks that you get? Other than just being in you, you, you guys oh, and your awesome presence, that, that it's new. We didn't. This is another cool thing that's just come this year. That, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. We have several sponsors this year. We're really, really proud to have them on board. Um, we've got, of course, uh, Creation Entertainment's uh, giving us something special. They're they're saying that uh, we can have uh, fifty dollar off uh, our reduction on purchases if we uh, if we buy two hundred dollars. And or more, and that's really easy, of course, at the yeah. biggest convention. Doesn't take doesn't so that, take much, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It sure doesn't. And and that's great. So they're they're really helping us out. Uh, we really uh, uh, are happy to be partners with the Creation and uh, and. And they've been really special to us, really great to us throughout uh, our whole processes, uh, all the way from when we started the Trek tours um, to now. Uh, we've everybody on tour gets a Robe Factory uh, a towel, Star Trek towel. So you, if you wanted a, a Star Trek uh, captain's towel with the gold or or several other ones, you get one uh, for just being on the tour. Awesome. They also have some very cool Star Trek robes and and such that are and some even more interesting stuff that's coming out <laughs> just soon. So that's really great. Uh, bye bye robots, giving us some stickers. Uh, they're they're known for some fine art, uh, Star Trek fine art. Really great people too. Really nice to have their support and and mm. we're happy to support them too. I'm looking at uh, a bye bye print right now. In my yeah, office. it's. Beautiful stuff, yeah, isn't it? Bye Bye really? Robot has great posters. Yeah. yeah, it's our friends Chris and Charity. Yeah. Who, uh, also, Chris does uh, Subspace Communiques podcast. Yeah, and also what Life After uh, Trek. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm tickled that uh, Charity's uh, company because it's not just it's her art, but they also have other artists they're adding to their umbrella. Yeah. And offering, and they've got some great, uh, and they have not just the big prints too, but they have like stickers and some smaller, you know, smaller item things. And it's, I was I was. Quim- when uh, Terrace told me they were jumping in and, and having some pieces for us and uh, for for the tour takers, it was like, oh, that's very cool. I'm glad they are. Yeah, that's, that is pretty awesome. It is awesome. And then lastly, we have uh, Stronghold Games. Uh, uh, they've put out a new game called Space Cadets, where a board game where you take uh, various uh, uh, stations on on a helm of a non-IP infringing spaceship and uh, <laughs> and, and that's the way it's worded too so. that's right. yeah. <laughs> it is it's an incredible game there's a whole if you like board games and you like cooperative board games and you're a trek fan you would love this game i played it uh, all during the christmas holidays and and it is spectacular there's tons of different things you do you, there's a, uh, people flick for the shooting the weapons and you have to get poker hands to get the shields up and it's everybody works together and everybody works separate and, and you have a captain shouting at people of what they're supposed to do in a certain amount of time and they're coming aboard and giving us uh, their special uh, 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 what are they, the usable ship the cool ship that you can use for the the miniature ship on the on the uh, 
on the board and also some uh, really cool other stuff. So it's 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 a very great game. Uh, please take a look at it. And uh, yeah, if they're getting the experimental equipment and uh, crystal promo pack is what the other stuff is. So very excited. And yeah, check that out too. And check them all out. Uh, Rope Factory, Bye Bye, and and everybody there. So they're very happy about everybody being on board. So. Well, that's awesome. So. Uh, uh, anything else you want to tell us about uh, geek, uh, about this about this truck tour uh, before we uh, discuss some of the uh, the dates and some of the uh, when this is happening and uh, when people need to register or how they go about registering for this tour tour anything else you want to talk about regarding the tour yeah I, I would I would really like to do Larry's horn there for a little while he's he's a great asset to have on this tour he talks about Trek he obviously there's a passion there and and he's been involved in Trek for a long time and and it's great to have him on board he really gives you a lot of different perspectives and and and, uh, really puts you in the scene and you get to see things just through a different eye you know you go to Paramount Studios you can go through the tour itself and and it's great tour of paramount studios but if you go with with larry and i larry just he he points out right now see that building right there and you think it's some nondescript building but that's the you know front for this uh, particular episode and and it is so great to have him on the tour this is not the headquarters hey. from patterns of force this is the that's building right. where flocks was kidnapped in the enterprise episode this is the back door <laughs> to the locket to the rocket base on assignment Earth, you know this is the stairs that Chakotay ran down in workforce. Oh, those so, kind of things. And oh. people go, oh. And what was very and cool you- last year, very quickly, was I've been around those stages like day to day. We, we moved out here about 18 years ago, and I thought I knew everything, or not everything, but I was almost shocked and a little miffed, but but also mostly tickled that the tour guide we had with us this day was a really good kid, and and he was doing all the standard studio stuff, and he also said. When I've got something like this, I'm going to sit back and soak up all the trek from you guys I can to add to his regular Paramount Tour Guide tour. But we got around to the old Desilu stages that Paramount took over and renumbered, the original TV side where the original series was filmed, and then they tore the wall down when Paramount bought Desilu, you know, and then the, the modern series were all done a little further across the lot. And we were over by the old original series stages that were Desilu's numbers 9 and 10, and now Paramount has numbers, I think it's 31 and 32. They're renumbered for Paramount. But our guide showed us where you could still see the 9 and the 10 in the texture of the paint, even though they covered them over and you know, re-lettered the buildings out, the huge letters out front. And I was just like, oh, my God. I mean, it was a, it was a very cool moment for me because I'd been here all these years and no one had ever mentioned that, pointed it out to me. And I told our uh, Patrick, I think his name was, and I like you just made my day because I just learned something new here. So you never know what's going to happen. And it was a very cool moment. And I got pictures and everyone I've talked to said, no, I had no idea those were up there. So you just never know what's going to happen. It's very cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, so you get that. And then there is one other spot that I, I'd like to mention because I think it's really, <laughs> it's a surprise really... every day. There is. So let me, yeah, there horn. Is. we planned this, we planned this plan and then, and we have a couple of we have a couple of surprises just from good, but but every day something is is very cool, or some of the fans <laughs> on the tour point something out, or we're watching a clip, and so, you know, even if I I've been there now, Jarris has been around the horn here a couple of times on things, but you just never know when something's going to pop up like that. And it's very cool for all of us. 
know. Yeah, and and you really get the feel of everybody's got the Star Trek love on because because we're having st- when we drive from Vega from L.A. to Vegas, there's always a film going on. We take votes on who wants to see what, and and uh, yeah, it's a super amount of fun that way. And and everybody really enjoys each other's company, and it's great. But there is one other place that we are well, are except going, for two people. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't. Larry and I don't get along, as you could probably tell. No, not at all. Not at all. And there's no, there's no cat calling or anything like that uh, on on the tour. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we added. Think, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that you were actually in Canada, and you have a clientele for your regular travel agency. I mean, we we've, we've been uh, marketing. And publicizing the tour from Australia up to the far, you know, uh, Japan, Korea, China, and across Canada and the U.S., and then you know England and Germany, which are the big two direct foreign markets to this day, and all across um, Europe. So, we actually had somebody from the U.K. last year on the startup year, and um, you know, it's again, if you're an international, I mean, I know you have some international listeners, right? Uh, international from U.S.-centric point of view. Um, it's a, again, it's a great way to see the states, L.A., Vegas. Right. And if you're a fan, and you know if it was intimidating to come to the states, much less go to Vegas. Uh, again, it's a, Terrace has a very international-minded um, company and agency, and it's in his day job. And this is his the side business he started, and um, he takes good care of people coming in from out of the state. So, if you're on there, and if you're from the states or Canada, it's you never you had a chance maybe to meet some international fans, so you know it just kind of multiplies that. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure, and that's that's the really good thing about the whole thing is that you get a family, and and the family's from everywhere, so that's right. awesome. But but there is one site that Larry and I added because we, we and we deliberated about it a lot. Yes. We were actually going to the Valley of Fire, so uh, uh, we're really excited about going out there. We're going to see where Kirk died and. Uh, and we get to see the bridge. Oh, the hold on, hold on a second. Terrence, let me do this the right way. Okay. The Valley of Fire. Okay. <laughs> awesome. It's going to be a little bit spe- special because we're going to actually ditch the bus when we get to Vegas. And we're going to actually go out there in Jeeps. So uh, Jeeps of six, groups of six. Oh, say we're going to walk? Yeah. yeah, right. You, that's yeah. all you get. And uh, no water for you, Larry. Everybody else gets water, but no one else. <laughs> Uh, but uh, um, just a pause. Yeah. The Valley Fire. I think you said Terrace. The Valley Fire was where they filmed the uh, the Nexus scenes in Generation, where Kirk was killed. Right. Right. Kirk exactly. Picard and, and the Thurman were out there, which is like a really stark, alieny looking landscape, and it's a state park. Uh, it's a Nevada state park, the Valley of Fire, and it's it's the other side of Vegas, which is why we didn't see East into Vegas or, or past Vegas, which is why we didn't go last year. But this year we're going to show up on Tuesday night at the Rio and then go out there on Wednesday and come back and then be there Wednesday night and then the, for the early bird stuff and then the con starts on Thursday. So, and you get and so many to people have, ask, why aren't you going? And we said, okay, we can make this work. Or Tara said we can make this work. So. And, we, and we get to have our Vegas time too that way so if you're if you want to go out on town on, on Wednesday then by all means now we have something to announce on about the Valley of Fire but can we do that Larry or is that I don't uh, think we can let's just let's okay. just say that we're hoping to have someone who was out there filming with us when we go out there too awesome awesome now yeah, we're working really hard on that now so I assume that the price of 
the the price of Star Trek Las Vegas is included in in the whole in the tour. In the tour. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, all the hotel space, all the transfers are. We really, uh, we really want to make sure that everybody gets their the what they want out of out of Creations uh, uh, event, and therefore we didn't include the passes because some people just wanted to get the very basic pa- pass. Some people are really, and what I recommend is get the best pa- pass that you can, because we want to make sure everybody has the right amount of freedom when they're going to the convention because of course uh, the pass gives you a different type of a- access depending on what pass you get so that's not and, included yeah, cre- creation offers like six or eight different levels of a ticket so you can go you know really day a cheap day pass you can have the one or two or three mega the captains and the golden circle and whatever they call it so right. that's the one thing that's that's not part but it does have the hotel included there at the rio and I assume that meals meals are on on your own that sort of thing, right? Not not all meals. Of course, our welcome dinner when we're when our, when we first arrive, uh, like I said, that one's all included. There's several meals that are included. Several breakfasts. I think breakfast all the way through, except until when we get get to Vegas, are included. Um, there's there's several uh, several meals that are included. Some that are not. Okay. And. And that's actually a good point we should talk to you about is that if the meals are included and you guys are busy, like let's say we're in Vegas and you've got a you've got a a, a panel you want to go see at at seven o'clock, but that's when everybody's eating. You can either come out after or find us. You always can find us somehow. I've always got my phone and and always always easily contacted. We'll tell you where to go, where to hang out with us. And if you want to be on your own, that's cool too. So there's always an option to to hang with us uh, at the convention, also, and um, and it's really important actually because everybody talks about what they did that day, and you really have this kind of war stories type of feel, and uh, then you might get ideas of what you want to do the next day. So so that's really kind of a cool aspect of the whole thing. Right, and I think the other thing that, that is cool is when that when you're in Vegas, you're, you're at the hotel where the con's taking place, right? Yeah, exactly. And that that you roll out of bed and bang, you're right in it. And I think that's a really important thing. So. Yeah. Hey, you can go in your star, you can go in your Star Trek bathrobe if you want. Come that's on, that's right. Good from from the and your new Star Trek towel. That's right. You can bring your towel. That's right. And actually, it's probably more important that you actually can just roll into bed at night rather. <laughs> roll out of bed in the morning but oh very cool very cool so so let's say i want to book this or you know a listener wants to book this how do they go about this i mean where where, where do you send them what's all involved in this sure sure we basically what you want to do is you want to go to geeknationtours.com you can see the tours there go to the upcoming uh tour uh tours page all everything will be listed there and of course the star trek tour will be there Click on that, and you can get all the details. Uh, to, to book a spot, to secure a spot, just go to the booking tab and fill in the information and send it out to us. And we don't accept any credit cards online. I always call each and every one of my clients. I want there to be a personal relationship between us. So I call everybody. We talk about it a little bit more. Uh, if you're still interested, we take your details, your payment details down, and poof, you're on the tour. So just uh, if, if, if you're interested, go ahead and do that. If you've got questions, you can always email at headgeek at geeknationtours.com. And I'll be happy to answer any questions for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, so very good. And so, and really, they have some, they have some time before the deadline hits. Uh, 
as far as getting the deposit and all that, right? Exactly. Yeah, mm. uh, we we asked for a minimal deposit. Uh, the final's not due until June, and you can uh, you can do it in payments. You can do it whatever way you want. Yeah. We're very very flexible. Uh, just I would suggest just securing your spot first. And then uh, you could worry about payments after. Right. Uh, like I said, that's that's kind of uh, we're very flexible on that. Right. But uh, you, w- I'd hate for their spot not to be there if you yeah. if, if you don't get it. You know, I, I, I'm thinking through this a little bit, and you know, someone who just goes to Star Trek's Las, Las Vegas, the Creation Entertainment, right? They go to the con itself. There's a certain amount of money that that's going to cost them, anyways, and then they get this kind of as an, as an additional experience and have at least a portion of the con included in that. Uh, that this seems to be a much richer experience, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's got a lot of depth to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah, but, uh, yeah. And it has Larry. I was going to say, Toot Terrace's, Terrace's horn again, and not just with this tour, but all of them. He has a, what do you call it, your alternate dimension or whatever. He basically is like, I know a lot of couples where, where you know, either best friends or couples where they like traveling and all that, but the one, one of the couple is not that much into fandom of whatever it is, but they're patient and they go along, and Terrace has a, has a, uh, plan, you know, has a has a thing, has a the ability to, um, you know, if you've got a somebody coming along for the thing, and they well, if we're going to L.A. or we're going to Hollywood, I'll see the studio and I'll see the pier and I'll see this, that, and the other, or maybe the, the one or two days are just purely died in the world track, and they 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 might enjoy going shopping or doing something else. Terrace, you know, that's when they're in Vegas, if they're not hanging at the con all day long and they want to get out of the hotel. You know, get around town in Vegas or whatever. As, as he does at night, he offers that. If you, you know, people have tickets to go to see things at night, like some of the parties at the con, and some people don't, and people want to get away from the hotel without everybody taking taxis or buses or whatever they're doing. Terrace will, you know, line up something for nightlife if you're not stuck at the if you're up to participating, you know, in some of the things going on at the at the, at the con. But you know, it's some of those wrinkles where uh, he's accommodating to the spouses that don't. <laughs> They don't quite share the passion, of, you know, or best friends who are traveling together to save money or whatever they're doing. Right. So that's that's a cool thing he doesn't hold them to, yeah. Right. Well, and it sounds like just from our conversation, there's even if they even on the tour when you're looking at the trek sites and stuff, you're, there's still a lot more to see than just that. So, and that's that's cool. Um, well, 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 thanks, thanks, yeah. Terrace, for uh, kind of sharing a little bit about what's going on, and Larry for sharing us a little bit about what's been going on oh, with, sure. with with the tour. Uh, Larry, we, we talked a lot about what's going on in, in, in with Geek Nation tours and especially regarding this tour that we have coming up in August. You know, we really didn't say the dates that this is occurring. Maybe we should say that. When does the tour take off? Uh, when does it end? Give us, give us those stats while oh, we're at it. Help me, help me Terrence. It's, it's basically the, the Vegas convention is now the second weekend in August. Right. And people, you know, it, it runs Thursday through Sunday, technically. And this is set up to land, you land in L.A. the Saturday before. That's and right. by so early that's, afternoon, that's, you're scooted off to, uh, to, to Ciroc's. So That's the 3rd of August. Yeah, August 3rd. The 3rd of August, that's Saturday, right. Right. So from the 3rd, the 3rd, the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, and then the con starts on Thursday the 8th. Then. Right. Right. Well, very and, good. You know, and, and people, people buy their passes. And they go to the uh, you know, they go to the show, and it's not like I mean, the convention. We, you know, the, the tour covers the convention. Now most people are 
doing convention stuff during the day or you know at night. But you're under you're under Terrace's wing. <laughs> right. I'm often doing a lot of convention. Again, again, if you want to get out somewhere at night, or if you just have a you just have a you know, Terrace is your personal concierge basically while we're at the con. Right. So, so it really does extend through the convention, even though we're not physically out running around because there's nothing there's nothing of Trek in Vegas. Oh, right. You know, aside from maybe there's the Hilton, that's where the experience used to be, and we all cry. Yeah, right, right, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's, it's, and I think that that needs to be stated is that it is actually quite a uh, a long tour. It's, it's, uh, you know, from the 3rd to the 12th. So there's, you're getting your money's worth for sure. And we put in, I don't say we put in long days when we're in LA and, and outer, in greater LA, but uh, and on the road. Larry, uh, that, let's switch gears just a little bit here. Tell, Larry, what, there's been a, you have a lot of irons in the fire right now. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on in Larry's world? <laughs> well, I've got some really great, as we're speaking here tonight, I'm coming to you from the East Coast on a project I can't talk about, but hopefully here within a week or two it'll be announced. But, um, this and something else that's coming down the pike in, in a few months, we can talk about it in, for later in the year. So two di- totally different kinds of things, but it's all Trek, which is I'm mean, very excited about. But something I can talk about and not be a huge tease is, um, and I don't think I've got to talk with you about it, is my, uh, I call it my Trekland on speaker CD series. And we debuted the first one at Vegas last year. And it's basically, I've had boxes of tapes laying around, hundreds of hours of con- long mostly long archival conversations with uh, actors, but not even so much actors, like the producers and the writers and the directors and the visual effects and art and the art department and um, props and everything from all the, the TV shows from Next Gen on and, and the Next Generation movies and uh, Next Gen, DS9, Voyager and Enterprise. And it started when I was working on the TNG companion book, but I you know got the relationships down and we were right here. My wife worked on Voyager five years and, Everybody was very gracious, and we kept talking. And I, you know, I edited the Communicator magazine. I worked on fact files, and all that was kind of synergizing. But there's a lot of this that I did just to have it on tape at the end of the year before the, you know, before everybody went stale and, and lost the detail over the summer, you know. And so it's recordings from the day, you know, at the, by the end of the summer or, or sooner than that, and um, or during the shoots of the movies. And they've been in these boxes for years, and I was wanting to get them off the plastic tapes, you know, off the cassette tapes and get them digitized. And then I thought, well, I think people would be interested in these. So we did number one, and my theme for the first one was called Future Voices Past, P-A-S-S-E-D, because it's all people who have passed away. It's Michael Piller and Bob Jessman and Mark Leonard, the actor, which is the first. It was, I was still working in news, but it was the first celebrity interview I ever did. And Jerry Fleck, who, if you're a credit watcher, you know, was a, was the first assistant director on several of the next generation in Voyager and Enterprise, but he also worked with Jonathan on First Contact and Insurrection when Jonathan Frakes was directing. And I've got a piece, an interview from First Contact, where he's telling just some great stories from on, being on location. And it's nothing, you know, and, you know, the actors have interviews out there all over the place, and a lot, and now more and more the writers, and the Internet you know, has, has diversified information out to a great deal. But there's still nothing like hearing people talk about a lot of minutia and a lot of detail stuff and, and in their own voice. And I realized it was kind of a treasure, and I should start sharing it. So if you anyway, if you go to LarryNimichuk.com, it's it's not a big flashy place, but if you go down to my new, new block down there, there's a, there's a link to go to my Trek lens. It's, it's from me. They're not being handled by a company or anything. So 
that comes back, and then I'm still working on my documentary, The Con of Wrath. It's, it's kind of a low-key thing going along. And um, if you want to get involved on a very you know fan-level donation area, we have the rewards up. And and uh, we just got, I think since I've talked to you, we did another trip to Houston for the locals, and um, we got George Decay in. He was there as part of the original series cast for this. If you don't know, if you're not familiar, I, I, don't, I feel like I've talked about it a million times, but if you go to conorath.com, uh, you can read all about the event and about our documentary. But it basically was the first mega Star Trek convention idea show, rock star show of Star Trek with the original cast from Houston in 1982, right after the Rathacon opened, and how it did not quite go according to plan. <laughs> Indeed, it did not. <laughs> so we have that and rewards up for kind of a thing like that. And I'm also uh, not putting this in print, but I had a donor, prop maker, donate... Uh, 10 Klingon, like modern day, 24th century pads in a Klingon style. He did it to honor the show that my wife and I sold, The Voyager uh, Prophecy, which was about Klingons in the Delta Quadrant on a generational ship. And uh, this donor cast these off his screen-used prop and fixed them up and weathered them. And um, it's a fundraiser that uh, uh, for $50, if you just make a $50 donation on the website page, but you say it's for a pad, Klingon pad, and I'll send that to you, and um, and you you get your fifty dollar level, you know, thank you reward, but you also have the the pad too. And there's about um, I think about five of them left. Oh, so I'll throw good. that out there too. I'm hey. not. I'm just not putting that on paper. No, <laughs> I don't the, think I don't think anybody CBS would come after me. But uh, right, right. We're just, we're just keeping it in the prop world, right. the prop collectors world. Right. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of crazy going on. Yeah. The other thing that you didn't mention is that these recordings you're doing, the Trekland, the Trekland on speaker, uh, that the proceeds for these are going to also help the Conorath. Right. Right. So that's another part of it, right? Um, and, and it's a very nice, I mean, I'm doing it old school with a, with a jewel box case, at least for now. I mean, eventually we'll have them online. But what I wanted to make sure was give everybody, there's a very nice three-panel liner um, Chris Jones, that does the Trek FM podcast, he actually art-directed the insert and helped me remaster some of all but one of the takes. And uh, they're very they're very good quality now. We got rid of the old gothic cassette tapes. And um, <laughs> But there's a three-panel liner that has my photos in it and some context for each, each conversation, like when it was. Like Mike, the piece of Michael Pillar was when he was first starting to write on inter- He was looking back at Next Gen 10 years after, but he was first starting to write Insurrection. Mm. And it's a kind of interesting time, and um, and Bob Justman's is when I talked to him for the next generation. I had this four-hour interview with Bob Justman, um, who you know worked on the original series and came back with Gene for the first year of Next Generation as a line producer, and was so uncredited, undercredited for what a lot of things from the original series, much less starting out the Next Generation. So um, it's very cool to hear. That. And, and there are people you're not going to go to a convention next year and here anywhere. You know? No, no. And uh, so it's very cool to hear them talking in their own in their own voice. And the scary thing is, I still have tons of tapes to get off and digitize. And these are just like fifteen minute chunks. There's about four fifteen minute long pieces mm. with them. And I have a little introduction to each one, so you're kind of in the right, you know, in the right mood. So I guess that was you kind of uh, hinted at the next question I was going to ask you. When can we expect to see the next uh, Trek Land and Speaker out? Oh. Well, I was I was kind of thinking I'm trying to do two a year. Um, I've got to get on it. Right. Uh, hopefully in the spring, you know, April, May. Hopefully by Memorial Day, and then we'll try to do another one in debut. If I can tie it into a convention, 
I'd like to do that. We'll at least have one new one by Vegas next year. Right. And have that be a big, you know, kind of a splash event there. Uh, but I'm going to be, speaking of conventions, if you want to mention that real quick, I'm going to be at um, at uh, the the new revamped Grand Slam uh, convention from Creation in L.A. And also the same weekend, hop across town and be at the Gallifrey One um, convention. Uh, L.A. I said that Grand Slam is actually in Burbank. And Gallifrey One, which is normally a Doctor Who convention, but they have a lot of media there, and they've always liked to have me come. Um, same as President's Day weekend. But I'm going to be at uh, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle this spring and at Megacon in Orlando. And um, who am I leaving out? Oh, uh, uh, oh my gosh, Salt Lake City's convention this spring. Um, yeah, so that's, and SoonerCon back in those cities. So that's kind of like the first part of the year. And of course, Vegas and uh, Comic Con in San Diego. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I assume, uh, Terrence, you, you, you get the cons, but probably mostly through your tours, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. I've got uh, tons of other ones. Larry and I have yet to ma- hook up on uh, the variety of different cons we go to, but yeah, that's ine- inevitable to, so I can give them a little bit more cat calling. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm on the road almost all the way through from, uh, from April all the way till October, actually. Awesome. Awesome. He's doing he's doing his gaming cons and the Trek con and you know the notes. Oh, um, Sun City Sci Fi Con in El Paso. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to be at that one too. That's the first first part yeah country for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I've, I've actually I actually go from con to con. As a matter of fact, uh, when we're when we're headed off to. Uh, Vegas. Uh, I go from Vegas straight to Minneapolis for Gen Con. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the United States uh, longer than I am in Canada. That uh, that in August for sure. All right. Very good. You go from the king of the trek cons to the king of the gaming cons. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, I think that's about it. Unless there's anything else you guys want to plug. Oh, WonderCon oh. in Anaheim. I'm sorry. Okay. One WonderCon. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys so much for joining us here in the Sci-Fi Diner podcast tonight. Oh, my pleasure. It was great. Always, always great to be uh, visiting. And, and if you ever want us on again or want me on again, I'll be more than happy to talk all things geek, not just uh, just not not just con, uh, cons and, and tours. Oh, well, I'm glad we'll keep we'll keep that in mind. We do we do these sci-fi rewinds where we kind of look back at movies and talk about their importance. Maybe we'll get you on for one of those. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd be happy, very happy to do that. I could enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, and and same for me, Scott. I I mean, I enjoy coming on and talking about what we're doing, but uh, we can we can I we and I and Tara separately, whatever can you know, geek out with the best of them. Yeah. Well, maybe when you or get your throw, uh, next throw a topic on the wall and yeah. <laughs> maybe when you get your next CD out, we can uh, kind of do something in tandem with that. So. Okay. But um, well, let, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's uh, give you guys a chance to plug the places where people can find out a little bit more about you and about the tours and stuff like that. And Larry, why don't we start with you? Where, if people want to find out more about Larry, where do they where do they find that? Oh, okay. Uh, LarryNimacek.com is my website, and TreklandBlog.com is where the Trekland blog is. And Trekland is kind of my overall name, so. That's the blog, and it's also like I'm using it for my CD series. 
And uh, I, you know, my videos on the blog, it's not just a, a text blog. I have a lot of my interview chats and things. I've got things to put up, but I just put up a series with David Goodman that wrote the Federation uh, First 150 Years book. I've got stuff to put up from the soundtrack opening where Gerald Freed played uh, on the oboe in public, played sweets from his music, uh, his Trek episodes, which is amazing. One of, the, one of the original series composers is still very much alive, and and they had that uh, complete, you know, uh, huge, from La, from La La Land Records, did a complete uh, uh, original series soundtrack set with, you know, unreleased tracks and things last December. It was just, it, it's been a great year for Trek Merchant for really cool Trek stuff. Hmm. Coming out with some of the nonfiction books and the, um, you know, the remastered, the Blu-rays for next gen are, are bopping around. And, and, oh, yeah, there's that little movie <laughs> coming in May. So, you know, from that Abrams guy. So right, it's, right. it's really a hopping time. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going, hitting, trying to hit it with the blog and, uh, and doing a lot of fun stuff. So, yeah, treklandblog.com and, and mypage.com. And, of course, Connor Rapp has its own page, connorrapp.com. Right, right, right. Well, and, and Terrors for you, uh, where, where can people find out more about you and about the tours? Sure. Uh, go again, headgeek at geeknationtours.com. If you want to send me an email, uh, send me a question about almost anything hopefully tour re- related but i'll take any geek questions also <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, find us at www of course geeknationtours.com and uh there's lots of cool stuff there take a look and let us know what you think of the site awesome well again thank you so much for coming on talking about the tour but also just a little bit about who you guys are and i mean larry you've been before we know who you are but tara's uh, getting to know you a little bit uh, and also, Larry, finding getting an update on what's going on in your world. So I really appreciate both oh, you guys. For, yeah, I really appreciate you both for yeah. being here. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the Star Trek magazine, my column is still there. They'll be mad at me if I don't mention that. So yeah, the Star Trek uh, online or paper magazine. Take your pick. Right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 